Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about leveraging your existing knowledge, unique skills, or passion to build a thriving creative business. I aim to show you what's really possible when you stop letting fear have all the fun and start taking action towards your goals. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting PimpYourBrilliance.com. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I'm so glad that you're here. This is episode number 106, and you can find show notes at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash 106. Let's talk about money. I've been trying to stick to these monthly themes, and I thought I've been having so many conversations lately with clients, potential clients, and even the Brilliance Lounge members about money and pricing. And so I figured if we're having these conversations in person or over Zoom, then chances are you are probably having some of these same money challenges that I'm seeing. And I want to help you unpack those things. I want to help you find better options. And I want you to feel more confident in your pricing and charging more and being able to say larger dollar amounts. Because as I say all the time, if your business is not making money, it's not a business, it's an expensive hobby. And I don't say that to hurt your feelings. I just say that to get you to understand that it is good for you to make money. It is good for your business to make money. You need it. It's important. And money is such a loaded topic because we all arrive into adulthood with different stories or views about money and wealth and what they mean. And this opens the door to so many feelings around the idea of making money as a creative business owner and worthiness when it comes to financial compensation. If you really think back, if you seriously think back to some of the messages that you have received as a child, which of those did you carry into adulthood? Probably more than you like to admit. And I can even think about some of the messages that I got as a child. As I've probably said many times, I come from a large family. I'm the oldest of eight kids. So Growing up, while we were not poor, I definitely know that there were limits to our financial resources. And that was made very clear to me when I would ask for certain things. I was the oldest child, so I remember my dad telling me that he couldn't afford to send me to the college that I wanted to go to. So I had to come up with other options. So there's so many things, stories and messages that we carried from our early years into our adulthood. And if you think about those early money messages, they really set the stage for how you approach money in your business. Am I charging enough? Will people pay me for this? Are my clients going to think I'm a fraud because of what I charge? There's so much to unpack. And learning to slay your money dragons takes practice. It's not something that you're going to start doing today and you're going to be perfect at it. You're going to have to practice over time. And the way that you view and interact with money is probably the biggest obstacle standing between you and your ability to run a successful and profitable business. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing five mindset shifts that you need to make now if you want to earn more money in your business. Because without these mindset shifts, you're going to stay in a place where you feel fearful to charge more. You're going to stay in a place where you are discounting when you should not be discounting. 
You will charge too little when you are delivering incredible value to your clients. There are so many unhealthy money habits that are tied to your mindset. So the sooner that you get to a place where you are consciously working on your mindset or you have completely shifted it, the faster that you're going to be able to grow your money and your finances because you will have the confidence and you'll have the belief system that you can earn that and that you deserve to earn that. And if you want to break income ceilings in your business, your mindset is going to be the way that you do that. If you don't shift your mindset, you're never going to command the amount of money that you could be making with your business. You won't hit your full potential because you are going to be the roadblock and the obstacle standing between what you feel you deserve and how much you feel you deserve to make versus what somebody realistically would pay you for making an amazing transformation for them. So I want to talk about two types of mindsets because there are two, and maybe you're familiar with these, maybe you aren't, but you know, I never want to assume. I want to make sure that whatever words I'm using, I'm not using industry jargon or I'm I'm defining things for you. So there are two different types of mindsets. This is what makes the difference between a creative business owner whose finances are thriving and one whose finances are barely covering their monthly expenses. And that all comes to their money mindset. You are what you think. So you either have an abundance mindset or a scarcity mindset. An abundance mindset is the belief that there is enough for everyone. People with an abundance mindset, they like to focus on what they do have, which allows them to see possibility rather than limits. I always tell people to start with what you have. When you are trying to solve a problem or figure out something, you always start with what you have and how you can leverage that to get what you need. On the opposite end of that spectrum is the scarcity mindset. The scarcity mindset is a belief that there is not enough to go around. People with a scarcity mindset believe that there's a finite amount of resources. So when you have a scarcity mindset, this is what leads to being scared to make investments in your business, trying to save or hoard the money in your bank account because you don't want it to fall below a certain dollar amount. This is what makes you fearful of hiring people because you don't see the value because you want to hold on to that money instead of believing that there's more of where that came from. It's not crazy for people to have a scarcity mindset because the messaging that we got as children influences that, but also society as a whole influences that mindset. A lot of us are conditioned to have a scarcity mindset based on corporate America. The idea of competition and our business needs to have more and more and more. We have to hoard resources. We have to cut back because there's not going to be enough. These are all things that are ingrained into us culturally. So it's not crazy for you to have a scarcity mindset. So if you feel like you're operating in a scarcity mindset right now, that's not uncommon. It's actually really normal. And the majority of people do have that. I know that this probably sounds really woo-woo. And if you're not a woo-woo person listening to the ideas of abundance and scarcity may turn you off. But 
I don't think this as just some kind of pie in the sky, woo-woo nonsense. Your mindset is directly linked to your personal belief system. And I really believe that what you think about yourself, the way that you operate, it starts internally. So if you believe that you are a person who can achieve their goals and reach anything that you set your mind to, you're probably going to do it. If you're a person who believes that your goals are unattainable and that whatever happens in life that just happens to you and that you have no control over any of it, then chances are that's what's going to happen to you. So whether you believe that money is a resource that's readily available to you, you'll figure out ways to make more money. And if you don't believe that, then you won't. So let's talk about the five mindset shifts that you need to make. These are five shifts that I have personally had to make over the years. And I feel like sharing these five with you will fast track you to getting to a place where you need to be so that you feel comfortable talking about money and accepting money and doing all of the money things. But the first one is realizing that you are not your ideal client. This is a mindset shift that I struggled for years to accept. And I remember the very first person who told me this was my best friend. My best friend, Brandy, is a cosmetologist. She is the person responsible for my hair color. And she told me many years ago that she had to learn how to not price based on her own pockets. And what she meant by that is that she works in a high-end salon and that her clients expect a certain level of service and they expect to pay a certain amount. So she cannot price in her salon based on her own pockets, her own financial situation. Because if she did that, she would never make enough money and she would not get the kind of clients that she wanted. Because what her clients are willing to pay for services is not what she's willing to pay, or maybe it's outside of her finances, but she couldn't price her services based on her own pockets. And it took me a long time to accept that because I believe I over-identified with my ideal client, basically trying to not only empathize with their situation, but place myself in that same space, even though I was no longer in it. So I wouldn't charge what I was supposed to for coaching services or even products. And I felt really uncomfortable. I was always trying to give people a discount or figure out a way to lower the cost. If you do that and you continue to do that, you stagnate the growth of your business. You really need to understand that you are not your ideal client. There may be similarities between you and your ideal client. There can be some overlap, but your pockets are not your client's pockets. You should be charging based on value not what you feel you would pay if you were the client because you're not the client. So mindset shift number two, you need to invest in your business for it to grow. This is a mindset shift that a lot of newer business owners get stuck into because they're not making a lot of sales. They're not making a ton of money. And so instead of spending, they want to hold on to every single dollar that they get. And I understand that. I think it is smart for you to be scrappy when you're starting your business 
but you also need to realize that it can't grow without you making smart investments. As your business grows, you're going to need to invest money into better tools, into resources, acquiring knowledge, so that's hiring coaches or paying for courses, and hiring help. And those things take real money. People are not going to accept being paid in exposure. Trust me when I tell you, they're also not going to accept working with you just because they think you're nice. People want to be paid and you should want to pay people. (laughs) Now, that doesn't mean that you need to spend wildly or overextend yourself paying for things. You can still bootstrap your business and make strategic investments that are going to help you save time or help you make money. So an example of that would be you are great with social media and you get a lot of client referrals or a lot of sales through your social media channels like Instagram. Well, it would be smart for you to invest money into a yearly subscription for Planoly or later because that's going to allow you to batch schedule your content, which would save you time And it will also help you stay consistent with your posting schedule. Doing those things, depending on your strategies, maybe that's going to help you maintain a steady level of sales. So that would be a very smart investment for you to make because it's going to save you time and it's going to make you more money. At the same time, let's just say you are struggling to handle certain admin tasks in your business. So you want to invest some money every month into having a bookkeeper or let's say a virtual assistant to help you with backend stuff. It may save you time and free up hours that you can spend creating more content or working with more clients or perfecting your product, whatever it may be that you have on offer. So again, that would be a smart investment for you to make because it's going to free up time that you probably otherwise would be procrastinating or just not doing that work at all. So you don't have to spend all of your money up front right now, but you do need to be aware that as you grow, you're going to need to make strategic and smart investments. And so you need to get in the mindset now of spending money where you need it and not just trying to hoard it all. In a similar vein, Uh, Mindset shift number three is always pay yourself something. Again, another one of those things that you fall into in the earlier stages because you don't have a lot of money and you want to reinvest into your business. But my thing is, if you do that, you're not enjoying the fruits of your labor. And if you are not paying yourself anything, what are you working so hard for? Because you're not seeing any benefit of that. Yeah, you may be making money, but you're just putting it back into your business for software, hosting fees, whatever the money is going to. But you're not actually benefiting in your own household from it. And this is something that I did for years, putting every single dollar back into the business and not taking out really anything for myself. And while I don't regret it, it has made the habit of paying myself harder to um, develop because I'm just, I've been so used to just putting the money back into whatever the business needs. But I want you to get in the habit of paying yourself something. Coming up with a schedule, whether it's monthly or bi-weekly, and making a transfer of something to yourself. It can be $50, it can be $100, 
it's going to depend on how much you're currently making. But by doing that and seeing that extra money in your actual bank account and not your business bank account, that makes some shifts. It makes you a bit more motivated. It helps you to see what's possible if you were to able if you were able to double or triple the amount of money your business is currently bringing in. So I think it's really important to always pay something. It can be $20. It doesn't matter. Pay yourself something and get into the habit of doing that early on. Don't just reinvest every dollar back into the business. The fourth mindset shift that you need to make is realizing that you can be nice and still enjoy making money. Again, this is one that many people struggle with because the belief that having lots of money makes you selfish or a bad person is definitely a message that many of us carried over from childhood. And I'm just here to tell you that you can be nice and you can be a nice person or kind person and still enjoy making money. If you're showing up and serving your audience, you deserve to be compensated for that. Listen, content creations, content creators are some of the hardest working people and we are putting out all this content for free. This podcast doesn't cost you a dime. You can listen to as much as you want. I put out new episodes almost every single week and you don't pay me anything for it. But it's not a free service for me to put out for you. Every month I have to pay hosting fees. I pay fees to my email software provider. I pay a virtual assistant to help me with admin tasks related to the podcast. I pay for Photoshop to help me create images and different things. So content creation is not free. So I do feel like I deserve to be compensated for that in some way. And that's why I have products and services that are for sale. If you're a content creator, you deserve to be compensated for the content that you're putting out. And you can still be nice and you can still enjoy making money. And it's not selfish to want to make money I actually believe that it's really important that us as kind and nice people with good intentions make as much money as we can because money is a tool. Money provides options and it can be used for good just as much as it can be used for bad things. So making money is really important for us because it gives us the option to spend money on causes and things that we care about. I personally want to make enough money that I can influence laws. Because when you think about it, there are people who don't have the greater good in mind, who are spending millions of dollars to put laws and things on the book or to take money away from causes that are important. So those of us who are kind, it's really important that we earn and earn to our potential because We can be the greater good. We can be the change. Finally, the last money mindset shift that I have, shift number five, is that success isn't measured only in dollars. There are so many ways that we can measure our success. And this is a thing that I have also struggled with. And my mom used to say to me all the time, she was like, just because the amount of money in your bank account doesn't match where you think it should be, doesn't mean that you're not successful. She was like, you've done so many amazing things. You've helped so many people. You've spoken at different places. You've been able to produce so many products on your own. She was like, that's successful. 
But when you are using money to measure your success, sometimes, honestly, it doesn't feel like it matches up. The amount of work that you're doing, the amount of impact that you're having, if your mindset is not right, will not match where you think it should be. And so realizing that success can be measured in so many other ways, it can be measured by your reach, it can be measured by the amount of transformations that your clients are having, it can be measured by so many other things, the way that you feel, the impact that you're having, the changes that you're bringing about, so many things that are not dollar related. And so I want to encourage you to keep that as a healthy sense of perspective, that money is not the only indicator of whether or not you're successful. While it is important, it's not the only way to measure that. And so coming up with some other ways to measure your success and holding on to those is really important. Okay, so to quickly recap, the five mindset shifts that you need to make. Number one, you are not your ideal client. Number two, you need to invest in your business for it to grow. Number three, always pay yourself something. Number four, you can be nice and still enjoy making money. And then finally, success isn't measured only in dollars. Mindset work is an ongoing process. So don't get discouraged if it feels like you're taking a long time to make these shifts because you need to remember we are unraveling stories and messages that we've carried for years. That's not going to change in one day. That's not going to change based on listening to one podcast episode. You're going to have to practice slaying those money demons. And I have found personally that talking with about money with other creative business owners, it normalizes the desire to make more money. It also helps shed some light on the discomfort because many of us are working through similar issues. I meet with the mastermind group every other week, and some of us are still working through some money challenges. And I don't believe that it necessarily is something that is a you thing. It's a universal experience. Many of us are working through this. And even as we earn more, we still have messages and traumas and things that have to be unpacked in order for us to continue growing and moving forward. If you're looking for a place to have open and honest discussions about money, you want accountability and a genuinely supportive group of people, you can come hang out with us over in the Brilliance Lounge. We would love to have you. Lots of good things happening. And the crew that's over there already is amazing. We have such a good time. Lastly, I would love for you to share this episode, take a screenshot, post it to Instagram, and then tag me at Pimp Your Brilliance. You can also tweet it, post it on Pinterest, or even send it as a text to your friend. Anyway works. I just appreciate your continued support and helping me grow this show. And that's all I have for this week's episode. So until next time, go out there and pimp your brilliance. <laughs>